I want to ask you something. When's the last time you had outstanding customer service? I mean, fucking incredible, outstanding customer service that literally blew your socks off. Now, if you're having a hard time thinking about when that was, guess what? You're not alone. And it's why we're here talking about it and what you, as a business owner, can do about it in today's episode of the Jamie J Podcast. I'm a man on fire. Sounds crazy, but I never lose. Oh, you know I'm gonna give it all I got to what I came to do. I'm a man on fire, and my day is overdue. This bird is never gonna stop to what I came to do. I'm a man on fire. All right, all right. Yes. It's been a minute or two or three since our last episode, and it's time. It's absolutely totally time to kick it into high gear and throw a little nitro on the flaming fire of shit that we're calling customer service and how that customer service has gone over these last few years. And believe me, man, there have been some major changes in the way businesses interact with customers. There's good, there's bad. So you know what? Let's just go ahead and let's dive right in right now. Now, first things first, let's go ahead and talk about those biggest pain points that customers are experiencing. Now, here's the thing, right? Put yourself in this place. Just really think about it. What used to be a really simple phone call to a live representative, you'd pick up the phone, you'd, hey, you'd have a number to actually call. Like, fuck, good luck these days trying to actually have a number to get a hold of customer service. If you've got that, hey, you're already a couple steps ahead. But think about it. Back in the old days, what did we used to do? We used to go ahead, we'd pick up the phone, we'd call someone, we could quickly get through to someone, a supervisor, someone that could actually help us. And most of the time, our challenges, our problems were resolved fairly quickly. What happens these days? No, man, here you are. You're navigating through a shit ton of different menus, picking on, you know, some different press five for this, press four for this. You don't even know if you've got the right fucking extension when you're trying to get through. You wait on hold for what feels like a fucking eternity. You're just hoping and praying that the freaking gods of telecommunication that you don't get disconnected. You know what that's like. You've been waiting for hours and hours and hours. The person answers the phone. You're like, hello, hello, hello. And there's no one there. They can't hear you. Their audio equipment on their end is fucked up or whatever the case is, right? Hours of hold time. Trust me, I've been there. And then you're still no further ahead in getting your issue solved. That's a real challenge. But here's something else to know, right? The average amount of times that a person will have to call a customer support center to try to get that help, man, it's staggering. Check this out. Would you believe me if I told you it was like five times people are having to call the help center five times before their issue is finally getting resolved. Now, to me, man, that it hurts my brain. It absolutely hurts my brain. Look, I want to share an experience with you that I had recently. Um, I've got a few different credit cards, and one of the credit cards I really happen to like is my American Express Platinum card. I love the card, right? It's, it's, it's a high-end card, and with that high-end card, I expect some pretty high-end customer service. Unfortunately, ah, oh God, sorry to you know kind of beat up on you, American Express here, but i got to share this here because it's an opportunity to do better. Um, I was booking some travel for my son to come visit over the holidays. Um, had a challenge with some, you know, flight being canceled. And I get it. A lot of flights were canceled all over the world. So I'm like, you know what? I'm just going to be simple here. I'm going to go ahead. I've got some flight credits I can see on my account. I logged in, got some flight credits. Let's go ahead. Let's just book a different flight. We'll worry about the canceled flight later. We'll just go ahead. We'll get the different flight and we'll get things set up. 
Seemed pretty straightforward, right? Here I am. I'm talking, right? So I'm on the phone. Took me about an hour to get through. Finally, find the flight that I wanted. Find a flight that was qualifying that I could use the travel credits on. You have to spend so much money to actually get the travel credits. Did all of that. Had a little caveat there that, you know, the agent was going to go ahead and do the seat selection so that it would go over the amount of money that was required to go ahead and do the redemption. Everything was good. I checked in. Yeah, are we good? Are we good? Everything's good. Great. Hang up the call. A couple days goes by and I don't see these flight credits. And I know, here's the thing, the flight credit's going to expire. Like it's expiring within a couple weeks. So of course I want to use it up. I don't want to just let that money go to waste. I want to take advantage of it. It's something that I get as a part of the card. So here I am. I call up and I'm waiting and I'm waiting and I'm waiting. Finally, I get through to someone. They literally have no idea what I'm talking about. And now here's the thing. This person, they're, they're reading from a script. And you can just tell when someone's reading from a script. You can absolutely feel it. Hello, and thank you for calling today. No, this is our process. This is our procedure. Now, here's the thing. What I'm really glad about, and this is something maybe for each and every one of you to remember, these calls these days that are going into these call centers, for the most part, they're recorded. So just remember that. If you ever have to reference it back, just ask that person to pull up the call logs They'll have it recorded. They do it for quality purposes, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. You've heard the messages hundreds of times before. So you can go ahead and just get that call log popped up. Well, I'm asking for it. Uh, and this person, they recognize the call's recorded. The other calls are recorded. But it's like hitting a brick wall every single time. Call number one, unsuccessful. And in that call, I had asked for a supervisor to call me back. A couple days go by. Two, three days go by. Nothing. There's no credit. The charge is still there. And it's not a big charge. But nonetheless, hey, I've got this travel credit. I want to use it up. So what do I do? A couple days later, I phone back. Right? I get someone on the phone. Right After, again, waiting probably, I don't know, 10 minutes or so. This one wasn't bad. 10 minutes, eh, that wasn't too bad. But here's the thing. I get the person on the call. I, I can tell they want to help me. They really, truly want to help me. But guess what? They're back to reading off the script. Now, look, I get it. There's certain things that you as a customer service rep can do, and there's certain things that you can't do. But when your customer is calling saying, look, I've already called a couple times into this issue on this, this, this particular situation, really take the time to look into it, right? So uh, this person, right, she had the wherewithal. She's like, you know what? I'm going to do some digging. So she went in, did some digging, right? Found out, yeah, sure enough, there, there is a bit of a tracking log here. Things have been going on for a while. Great. You know what? Um, then she starts reading off the script again. So I'm like, you know what? I appreciate you. I appreciate the work you've done. May I please speak to your supervisor? And that's about where shit started to really go south. I said, look, this is no slag against you. I get it. I understand. I train customer service teams. I train sales teams. And I totally understand that there's only so much you can do. Look, I'm not, I'm not asking for you to go outside your swim lane. But what would be great is to get someone on that phone that can actually get me the result that I'm looking for. The result that I was looking for, Mr. Adamchuk, sorry, we see that there was an issue. We see where the travel credit wasn't applied. Let's get that taken care of for you right away. Th those are the only words that I wanted to hear. That's all I really wanted to hear. And that would have given me the confidence, the certainty that, you know what? Shit's going to get done. We're going to get this thing done. Unfortunately, unfortunately, yeah, someone will be a hold of you, get a hold of you within seven to 10 days. And really, that was the end of the conversation, right? Here's someone that, you know, I may get this travel credit. I may lose the travel credit because I tell you what, in 12 days, the travel credit would have expired. And sure as shit, trying to go ahead and get that travel credit after it's expired, 
fuck. Good luck with that. So I wasn't happy with that result. Now, this is where persistence really, truly pays off. Because I'm like, you know what? Shit just didn't vibrate with me. It didn't feel good. So what did I do? I went ahead. I called back. Now, here's where things really started to turn around for me. Keep in mind, that's three calls now. Where things started to turn around was when I got on there and I, I was nice to the rep. I mean, always be nice to the rep, right? Uh, you know, lots of the mentors that I've worked with, Chris Voss, he talks about this a lot, right? You know, don't go in there guns ablazing and all that sort of thing, you know, calling them nasty names and stuff. They're just trying to do their job, right? Please understand that. These sales reps are trying to work within the confines of what they are instructed to do. So, you know what? Work with them. Give them a break. I, I told this person, I said, you know what? I appreciate you answering the phone here. I've got a situation I'd very much like to speak to a manager, a supervisor about. And what was really interesting, she's like, yeah, that's cool. No problem. We can get we can get someone here. You know what? I can have someone call you either by the end of today or by tomorrow. Now, what was really interesting about this is, you know, not more than 15 minutes ago, when I got off the other call, this person's telling me seven to 14 days. How is it possible that when I simply just call back, I go from seven to 14 days down to, you know, a few hours to the end of the day? I said, you know what? Wow, I I would love that. I would love if someone could just return my call. And then I gave a brief synopsis of the situation. I said, I'm not trying to be a pain in your ass. I said, I've got this travel credit. I want to use it. I was told that I could use it on the phone. If you pull the call recordings, you'll, you'll see it. I was told that I could definitely, definitely use it. You know what? It'd be great to speak to someone. Now, this person here, the the sad thing is, is it took me, what, three times, three attempts to get to this place. Probably, I don't know, I'm into this for a good three, four hours of my time trying to square it away. But what was really great is obviously this person has taken some different training or is, you know, maybe at a higher level within the organization because what changed quickly is not only, now here's the thing, I didn't get a call back from the manager. I got a call back from the same rep, but here's the great part. It's like, hey, Jamie, I just wanted to let you know we've got your issue solved. We've applied the travel credit to your account. No question whatsoever. We are so sorry for the inconvenience. Now, that was less than 12 hours after making that call. See, when we're in a place, you as the business owner, there's a big lesson for you here. If you're in that place as a business owner, really take heed to this. Ensure that the training that you're giving your people is equal amongst all levels of the staff. Now, I get it, right? Supervisor's going to have more training. Manager's going to have more training. Director's going to have more training. I'm not talking about, you know, leveling that playing field, but give your people the resources that they need. What was the only thing different about the third rep that I spoke to? Well, the only thing different is that, number one, I I believe this person really truly gave a shit about their job. And number two, they knew what to do. They had the confidence in taking the actions to get the issue solved. Right? See, customers, and, 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 you know, you can call me out on this. You can totally call me out. You can comment, you know, on, on the page and all that. But I believe that customers want faster and more efficient customer service. I know that I do, right? And I will pay for that. Yeah, I've got the fancy um, Amex card. I pay extra for that card. But my payment behind that is to get that extra level of service. See, for me, as an entrepreneur, as a business owner, much like yourself, time is critically important, right? And if we're calling back, you know, the average hold time on a call, average hold time is 15 to 25 minutes. But check this out. I mean, if you're calling an airline, gosh, if you've ever had to call an airline, you know that's out of the ballpark. We're talking hour, two hours, maybe three hours. But this is why customers are getting frustrated. So what if you could go ahead and do something about it? 
What if you could go ahead and head, you know, cut this frustration off right at the head before it even happens, right? Why? Well, you know what? Organizations that don't, organizations that haven't taken this time, it's costing them hundreds of thousands, if not millions of dollars in potential sales. All if they could just fix that one thing, right? That one thing to absolutely, totally nail the front end customer service game, right? So here, let me give you some ideas. Let me give you some tips, some tricks where you can go ahead and make that difference. Number one, of course, first and foremost, please invest in training your team. Now, when I say invest, I'm not necessarily talking about bringing someone in to train them, although that is a great alternative. Just make sure that your people on your team have the tools, have the resources that they absolutely need to be crazy, awesome, successful in business. We know that that time, time for our customers, time for our potential customers, is, is one of the most important things. It's one of our most valuable resources. They don't want to waste it. That training, that effort that you're going to put into that training, that is going to go to really serve you in gaining those customers and doing it quickly, right? That's really it. Where would I start training? Number one, do your does your team, do they know what your business is all about? Do they know why your business exists? Look, the big foundation for all this, for business success, for successful business operations, it's critical that each and every team member know beyond a shadow of a doubt exactly why they're there, right? Why are you a part of the a part of the business, right? It's all about serving customers, right? Big tip, big hint right here, right? If your team doesn't know that, if your team doesn't know that those people calling you, walking in the door, if that's what's keeping their jobs afloat, then it's time for some re-education. Trust me, right? They need to know what the business is all about, right? If maybe you're in a, in, in a customer service position, if you're in retail, maybe you've got a gym, right? Your business is to make sure those doors keep opening and closing, opening and closing, opening and closing. What does that? People do that. Get the people through the doors. What gets the people through the doors? Well, number one, getting what they need quickly, giving them the answers that they require quickly, giving them some real world-class service. But Jamie, how do we give world-class service? Like, how do we actually do that? How do we go ahead and really, truly give that world-class service? Check this out. It's about getting personal. No, not that personal, you cheeky monkeys. I want to get personal with the interactions that you have with your customers. Remember I mentioned it earlier. I started talking about reading off of scripts and all that sort of thing. This is where we want to really flip that script and change things up. See, it's more than just using their name in an automated message. I mean, I'm sure you've all got them out there through LinkedIn or whatever platform. Hi, Jamie. I see that you're a coach. That is absolute complete bullshit. No one's done anything past that cursory look. Oh, you e-coaching? This guy must be a coach. Well, it's actually a hell of a lot more than that. I don't do life coaching. I don't do relationship coaching and love coaching and fat loss coaching or any of that shit. It's just not my jam, right? I work with businesses, right? This here though, right? It's more than just looking at what's on the surface. It's about getting curious. It's about understanding what the customer's needs are and how your business can go ahead and help them. Like really give a shit about your customers, Stop reading off those fucking scripts. And if you got to read off a script, at least put some life into it. At least put your own spin onto it. Use the script as a foundation. Use it as something to start from, but don't make it your everyday, 
Hello and welcome to the Jamie J podcast today on the yeah, fucking don't do that. Give it some life. Give it some personality. Show your people that you absolutely completely give a shit. Oh, and by the way, here's another great big tip. Look your customers in the eyes. Now, the only way to do that, the only way to go ahead and look at your customers in the eyes, put down your phones, get off your fucking phones. If you're in the front of a business, if you're representing that business, the last thing anyone wants to see is a bunch of people standing around fucking around on social media. If that's what your people are doing, it's time for some serious retraining, right? Those customers, when they're walking in, what can you do? Welcome them. Acknowledge them. Make them feel like they're part of something greater. Make them feel like they belong. People want to belong. Go ahead. Offer the assistance and give them some space to share their concerns. Hey, you know, how's everything going here? How was, you know, if it's a situation of a gym, right? How was your workout? Right? Did you notice anything? Is there anything we could do to make it even better for you? No? Great. You know what? Just really want to thank you for stopping in today. We're going to see you tomorrow, 5 a.m., just like today. Great. Let's see you then. Now, I didn't read off any script there. That's just common fucking sense. And that's what we need to start doing. I know I get it, right? Common sense maybe isn't that common. But this all comes back to you as the business leader. If you're not teaching, if you're not enabling your people to have these skills, you're missing out in a really big way. What would I suggest? Again, refer back to point number one. Give them the training that they need. Show them what a real true customer interaction looks like. It's going to be a game changer. Like I absolutely promise you, it will be a game changer. People, people want to feel important. Don't you want to feel important? Don't you want to feel like you mean something? You know, no matter where you're purchasing, no matter what you're doing, no matter where you're interacting, don't you want to feel like you are important? Our customers are the same way. We can't treat them like numbers. We can't treat them like cattle, you know, just doing the same old thing. What are we doing when we do that, though? When we actually give them the service that they want, when we look them in the eyes, when we address them, whether it's by their name, Mr. and Mrs. Smith, whatever the case is, when we do that, we're actually meeting one of their basic human needs. Now, everyone has this need on the planet, right? Do this. Take your team. Teach them about this need. That need is significance. People want to know that they're important. People want to know that they belong. People want to know that you are truly giving a shit about them. Now, point number three here. Last but not least, provide solutions. Don't just say you don't know. Don't just stand there like a, like a bug on a rug, not having a fucking clue of what you're doing. If you can't provide solutions, pick up the phone. Long time ago in my career, I used to run an auto parts store. And one of the big things that I would tell each and every one of my, my crew, right? And I have the conversations with them. Look, the phone is your friend. If you don't know, it's okay to say you don't know, but do this instead. Hey, Bob, you know what? I, God, I don't have the answer for that. I'm not sure if we have that part or not. Tell you what, let me... Hang up on you right now. I'm going to go ahead. I'm going to call the vendor. I'm going to call a couple of our suppliers, see if they've got that part, and call you back in about 20 minutes. Does that work for you? Now, every single fucking time I had each one of my team go ahead and do that, guess what? You know what the customer did? Oh, man. Thanks, Rick. Thanks, Joe. Thanks, Sally. They were so happy because what are you doing? You're relieving that work from them. When you just stand there like that, you know, the, the bug in a rug, I don't know. Well, I don't know what you could do. Right? You're, you're missing out on a massive opportunity to make a huge impression. You cannot know. And trust me, none of us knows everything. None of us knows everything. 
And that's quite all right. But at least make the effort to say, you know what, I'm going to find out for you. Can I get your number? Can I call you back in 20 minutes, in two hours, in whatever, right? Take that initiative. If your people don't know, again, refer back to point number one. It comes back to training. Give them the training that they absolutely need. Be personal, right? Really, truly be personal. Develop a system where your team members, that they are trained to make decisions. Look, as leaders, we cannot be the bottleneck. We must not be the bottleneck that everything has to come up to us. Because what are we then? Well, we're just mom and dad. Oh, I got to go ask mom. Oh, I got to go ask dad. We can't do that shit, right? You want to get busy in your business? You want to overwhelm yourself with work to do? Just fucking make yourself as the bottleneck. Just put yourself as the only person that can make those key decisions. Now, you know what? Give your team members within their respective roles, the autonomy to make decisions that are commiserate with that role. Let them make decisions. You know what? Yeah, sure, people are going to fuck up. People are going to make the wrong decisions, but guess what? We're all going to learn from that. If you bring someone on and you expect them to be perfect, you know what? You're barking up the wrong tree, right? You're you're living a fantasy dream. No one's going to be perfect, right? We want those people to make those mistakes and, and have those challenges so that they can absolutely learn from it. And where they're going to learn is when they make some of those decisions, right? I've been in that situation myself. I've made decisions and they weren't exactly right. But guess what I learned from it? I learned exactly what not to do. And that was goal. Fortunately, there wasn't a big financial impact to those decisions. But where do we minimize those financial impacts? We do it by training our teams. Look, I just keep coming back to point number one. Point number one, train your people. Train your teams, invest time in it. And yes, if you don't know, if you don't know how to train them, if you don't know what outstanding fucking customer service looks like, get a hold of someone. Now, this is something that, of course, we specialize in. We specialize in working with teams and training teams to get them up to that level where they are absolutely outstanding. But this isn't a sales pitch for UE Coaching. This is giving you the real true goods for you to go out and absolutely dominate the customer service game in 2023 and beyond, right? Last piece. And just one last piece here that I want to share for you before we go ahead and wrap it up. Follow up. If you say you're going to do something, do it. Don't leave it up to the customer wondering, well, are they going to get back to me? Right? And let the customer know, hey, you know what? We're going to get back to you within two days. And when you say you're going to get back within two days, fucking get back to them within two days. Don't wait. Don't piss around. If you're going to be longer, guess what you can do? TikTok, TikTok. Yeah, just send them an email. Give them a quick call. Hey, you know what, Sally? I still haven't figured out the information on that part. I've got a couple more people I can call. I'm going to need a couple extra hours or I'm going to need a couple extra days. Guess what? Sally, right? That customer, Bob, whoever it is, they're going to be so appreciative that you remembered who they are, that you took the time to call back and they can forget about it. They don't have to worry about it. That's one less thing on their plate, one less piece of stress, and one less worry for them. See, removing worry, that's also another part of our job as customer service representatives. Remove the worry, make it easy for them, make it absolutely simple. Look, I hope you've got a ton out of this podcast. It's been a real blast here. I'm looking forward to this upcoming year and all the different topics that we're going to be sharing. We've got an absolute ton of content planned out. So stick with us here. If you're not subscribed, definitely subscribe to the Jamie J Podcast and we will catch you right here next time. We'll see you then.